Hey, before this episode starts, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been listening up to this point and allowing me to reach my 10th episode. And if you're interested in being more supportive to the podcast, we have a Patreon, and you can find us at patreon.com slash pastime and get a shout-out at the beginning of every episode. Shout-out to Kevin, our first and currently only patron. But if you want to support us in other ways, please tell your friends who think might enjoy the podcast and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Pastime Thinker Podcast. Thank you very much. Here is the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of Pastime Thinker Podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Piquette, and today my guest is Attilio. Hello, it's me. Attilio. <laughs> Hello. So, I live in a small northern town, and you live in motherfucking Toronto, Ontario. How's the coronavirus treating you? Uh, it's treating me just fine so far, he said, knocking on wood. But, um, I don't know. I mean, working midtown, downtown area, I'm kind of sort of always under the dark cloud of it. Yeah. But hey, you know. Like, that must be scary. Like, in a city as big as Toronto, like, the amount of traffic that goes through that, like, the amount of people that you've passed and, like, interacted with during that time before, like, we, everything shut down, like, that would scare me. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you know me enough to know that I'm maybe just a little bit germophobic in some walks of life, Uh, but, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's been it's been a weird sort of balancing act between like I'm th- this whole thing now of keeping your hands clean and maybe don't cough on people or touch things that's been the entirety of my adult life. Yeah. So I'm sort of a little bit dampened from it because I've been doing that. They're telling you, know, you to live for... a lifestyle you've already been living. So there, there's yeah. not much of an adjustment. No, but, well, there's not much for just, like, now there's just an extra layer of, ooh, maybe I'm gonna catch some spittle from this guy yelling at me for spare change. Yeah. Being in the outside downtown Toronto world. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not super terrified of it. Um, for myself, I'm not, like, yeah. just as a functioning member of society, I don't want to be a carrier, and I don't want to, like... <clears throat> People, people in our age range, where it's entirely possible we can contract it but not feel anything. Yeah, but like, still be a carrier. Yeah, yeah. Like we are some of the most safest people to <clears throat> catch it, but mm-hmm. that doesn't eliminate the possibility of us giving it to someone who isn't in a safe position to catch it. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's where my fear of this whole thing is. Yeah, I'm in the same uh, boat. Like. It's, Sorry, I saw you first. Oh, no, it's fine. I've been doing the self-isolation for, like, a, almost a week now. I have the pleasure of being able to work from home, so it doesn't really affect my lifestyle that much, except for the fact that, like, <clears throat> I ha- I've, i like, left the house twice in the last week for, like, maybe a collective 30 minutes. So, like, yeah. it's weird just being in the house all day. Living the dream. <laughs> I'm kind of... I'm- kind of looking forward to that because i'm the guy working for cineplex we just got shut down for a couple weeks yeah and um like tuesday was my last day i went downtown a little bit today just to hand in my keys to the office um because technically i'm unemployed right now um so as a security measure the keys are handed in but like it's 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 weird after working essentially five days a week um for two and a half years now it's weird to just have this time where i can't go outside yeah and worry if i'm gonna go stir crazy jillian's definitely going stir crazy she <clears throat> she still has to go to work because she works in the health sector and she still comes nice. home and she gets stir crazy where uh, bless her yeah i am a <clears throat> bit of a homebody like it's not a big adjustment for me to have to be home all day like 
for this stretch of time, but, like, it is weird at least not having, like, I have to go to work and then come home and spend all day at home. It's like, no, I'm just home all day. Mm. Like, I think the only thing that's, like, been getting to me is just, like, finding, like, a solid video game to play. Ah, what amazing, fantastic time, because I... Earlier today, I bought Resident Evil 2, the remake, and I'm so excited to. Yeah, well, yeah, I yeah. don't have um, I don't have a classic PlayStation. I was, but a wee Microsoft lad. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it's a toss up now between what I'm going to spend more time on if I'm going to play a video game or if I'm going to do some form of self improvement or expression or something. I feel like it's a balancing act, right? Like you, you <clears throat> need, you still need something to like waste time you, you like you still need an outlet but you still need to fill in that hole in your schedule where you were doing something productive even if that was just going to work like you still need to have like <clears throat> a productive chunk of time each day just so you mm. don't go crazy i think yeah, well like going into this um this shutdown it was like i'm gonna have two weeks i can i can make a music project i can start doing cardio again i can eat better i can do like just artistic projects go around the area with the camera. Then I log on to PlayStation. I see they're having a sale. I'm like, oh, Resident Evil's 26 bucks. Well, there yeah. goes all that. Yeah. Same <laughs> I don't too. know what the hell. I think The Witcher is like 70% <clears throat> off right now, and I keep flirting with the idea of buying it. Absolutely do it. The Witcher 3 will eat up at least 50 hours of your time, and <laughs> it's just a quality program. Yeah. Oh, I, I f- yeah, yeah. I've never been in to anything witcher related and then that netflix show came out and now like mm. i bought the soundtrack i'm reading the books i've <laughs> i've already rewatched the netflix show like twice like i'm going to buy the game i just want to like read enough of the books first so that way i don't spoil myself or like i can still understand what's happening in the game uh i don't i don't think um it ruins a whole lot to play i'm assuming you're talking about the third game yes yeah, I, I, I've never read the books, but like, from a lot of the background of the stuff they talk about, you just kind of, I didn't know it, so I was just like, oh, okay, yeah. so that's that context, I guess. From what um, I understand, and I hope like no one who's like a diehard fan like chews me out for this, but from what I understand, the Netflix show is kind of like a mixture of the first two books without going through the entirety of either of those books. And that, yeah. and then the video games <clears throat> take place after the books in, entirely, and there's like ten books. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's why I don't want to like play the video game and then like get all these context clues of things that happen in the later books. Fair. But at the same time, I don't also... want to read all those books before playing a video game. I mean, that's a lot of homework to do for something that's already going to take up fifty hours of your time, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, go for it. Throw yourself into it. You got two weeks. <laughs> True. True. I've been playing, like, my classic Japanese role-playing games. Or just japanese games in general. I've been playing my Kingdom Hearts, my Final Fantasy, Danganronpa. Uh, I've, I love Danganronpa so much. Oh, you are you familiar with Danganronpa? Yeah. Oh, my... How have we never talked about this? Uh, because usually I shy away from the weeb shit. <laughs> Danganronpa was so good. I Yeah, it was described to me once by a friend of mine in his anime, The Game, and that's all he gave me for info. Anime, um, The Game. Yeah, because it's not inaccurate. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a bunch of boys in high school. Well, and boys and gals, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, all... so I played it, and I thought it was the dopest fucking yeah. thing. For people who are unfamiliar with Danganronpa, because <clears throat> I don't blame you if you are, it is a... I forget the actual term for it. It's a interactive novel, I think is what they're called. Yeah. Yeah, an interactive novel where basically it's a bunch of these high school students who are all, like, the best at what they do. So, like, there's, like, a student, you know, he's the best <clears throat> photographer. Or I think it's actually a female who's the best photographer. But anyway, yeah. so, like, like, pick a subject. Each of the students are, like, the best at that subject. And they're all trapped in this school and they have to play a killing game. Yeah. And it's it's really fun. And... There's a couple of good twists, but there's a couple of twists that I called pretty ahead of time. But, okay. But there was still a couple that like, I did not see coming. My my main sort of standout memory of this series of games is like, how the hell do they think of these ways that yeah. these kids get killed? <laughs> Some of it's just absurd, like, next level lateral thinking bullshit that I think is hilarious. <laughs> Have you ever been killed by a bowling ball in a library? Oh, shot put ball. <laughs> shot put ball, Please, yeah, sorry. Please, don't don't twist the lord of meet your needs, okay? <laughs> They've already said it. We must abide. It was a shot put ball, that's true. <clears throat> oh. Um, on the just because you, you mentioned Japanese RPG games, did you ever play Octopath Traveler? I've never heard of it. Oh, it's a it's a Switch game that um it's it's like an open world RPG. You, okay. There are eight characters you can play as, and you build your. It's just a, look into it if you can. Okay. If you have a switch, I don't know if you have a switch. It's a it's a good time. I do not have a switch. I've been a ride or die PlayStation person my entire fucking life. Oh, well, this is a good time for it. I was Microsoft <laughs> for the first while, and then I had the choice between um, the Xbox One or the PS4, and I went for PS4. Yeah, that's that's what you do. I don't know. I. I had a PS... No, I started with a PS1. I've... <clears throat> I think I had a PS1 back when they were just to say becoming obsolete, but I was playing uh, okay. Spyro, I was playing Crash Bandicoot, and then the PS2 came out, and I was playing Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank, Kingdom Hearts, and then, you know what? My PS3 days was just the fucking Call of Duty day, so like I don't think that really counts. <laughs> Call, Call mm. of Duty and God of War was all I played on the PS3, essentially. Until, that counts. Yeah. Until <clears throat> the Kingdom Hearts remastered came out and the Final Fantasy Seven or Final Fantasy X remastered came out. I'm I'm super looking forward to the remake of Seven. Um, I've played the demo. But... Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm excited for <clears throat> it more now that I've played the demo. Fair, yeah. Because it looks, it looks to me like um, they they're kind of leveling up what they did with fifteen, as far as like how the game itself plays. Yeah. Um, well, the demo is demo's pretty linear. But yeah, you know, yeah. I'm th- so I'm thinking like specifically combat style. Oh. Okay. I assume the story is going to be broadly the same as it was. From my knowledge, the demo was like beat for beat, line for line, the intro of the original game. Nice. So that was that was pretty cool because like I already knew all the lines, I already knew where I was going. Well, essentially, I knew like roughly where I was gonna go and stuff like that. I think they just uh, repositioned one of the of the the bosses, and I think that's all they changed. In terms of my memory, it's been a very long time since I've played it. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I've I I'm I'm not a Final Fantasy like 
fan. I've I've only played fifteen and tactics on the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> oh, like it was never no. a huge thing for me. Um so like I'm I was a Microsoft kid, what can I say? I was big on Halo and Alter Echo. Yeah. Uh skate the skate series. That was skate pretty much series. it really. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I remember playing that a lot on the PS two. That too. Yeah. I mean well I mean I didn't like start the way most people well actually i think i did i started playing final fantasy with final fantasy 10 which is like besides seven one of the most recognizable mm. but then like i've gone back and i've played four five i've played seven eight nine i've <clears> played 15 <throat> i've played dissidia i've played tactics i've i've played a vast majority of their games and I, I I always end up going to Final Fantasy X. I got a Final Fantasy X tattoo. I don't know if it's a nostalgic thing or if it's just genuinely my favorite game for whatever reason, but it's just... I, I play it every year. I replay Final Fantasy X once a year. <clears throat> I have that um, I have that for The Last of Us. Uh, yep. Because I consider that to be a masterclass as far as like the medium is concerned. Yeah. And... um sort of started to feel pretty relevant considering the way the world's going right now. <laughs> oh no. I don't know, just, you know, be safe, don't breathe too hard. Yeah. Uh, try not to die. I mean, I know The Last of Us has like a special place in your heart. I've played it, I think, <clears throat> but I've only played it once and I felt like that's all I needed. Like, I, I tried do it. There's a New Game Plus, right? I think I tried doing New Game Plus and I did not finish that playthrough. There's Yeah, there's New Game Plus and there's also with... The remaster that came with the PS4, they um, introduced the grounded, quote-unquote, difficulty mode, where they take away, like, 90% of the stuff you can pick up, <laughs> and, like, the ability that the character has to sort of hear things out and see where enemies are. Yeah, because um, he has, like, kind so of, like, it becomes... sonar ability, right? <clears throat> yeah, I think this is, like, hunter vision or whatever they call yeah. it, some, but I'm... In that sort of form of the game, it becomes a lot of trial and error, and, like, how sneaky can you be? Yeah, and that was the entirety of my summer of 2017. It was beautiful, <laughs> <clears throat> just all of it. Just how long did it take you to beat the game, Atelio? All summer. Eh, well, that time it did. Yeah, yeah. That's when I was working for Seneca. Stakes were low. I had two days of work a week. I had I could do that. Yeah, I was that... not yet a fully formed adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good to like have games that don't like hand feed you <clears throat> things. It's good to have like a like. Not excruciatingly difficult games, but, like, trial and error games. Hmm. Like, something that makes you kind of work for it, doesn't spoon-feed you. I, I like that's that. That's kind of what I'm looking forward to with uh, this Resident Evil I just bought, too, because that's, like, old-school, um, not necessarily a puzzle game, I guess, but, like, a lot of you have to figure out the answers before you can go back and, like, yeah, enact them, so... <clears throat> that should be a good time. That's a good way to kill at least one of these two weeks. I mean, Resident Evil is pretty popular for their puzzles. Like, like I think <clears throat> it might be a little too extreme to say, but like I would consider Resident Evil like a horror puzzle game almost. Like, there's a lot of like find the parts, figure out where they go, make the puzzle, solve the puzzle, do the right, like do like solve the riddle kind of shit like there's there is a lot of that stuff and then there's kind of just like zombies in the way open the door kill the zombie do a shot say a prayer have a good day that kind of yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a good time yeah and just know. just to be clear you don't know anything about resident evil 2 going into it 
I I'm aware of the character of Mr. X. Oh, um, <laughs> that's where I was. That's kind go of it. <clears throat> but like I've seen artwork. It's the same way for three. I'm aware of the character of Nemesis, but I don't know what capacity it exists in the game. Nemesis is from three. Yeah, that's right. Did I? I may have, uh, whatever. Oh, sorry. I thought I said that. I. You don't you listen. That's yeah. why we're not dating anymore. <clears throat> no, the reason why we're not dating is because. <laughs> because you were rude to my mother. Uh, well, she had it coming, didn't she? Yeah, she kind of did. I'm sorry for that. I don't mean it. <laughs> but yeah, I was I just recently watched a cool like in-game deep dive. I don't Do you watch uh fuck, I forget what it's called. <clears throat> I don't watch that. Wall break or something like that where they like go like god mode inside of games to like look at stuff that oh. you you wouldn't see. Boundary break, no. sorry. Boundary break is what it's called. But they they did. A... I've not seen that, but oh, that sounds super exciting. Oh, it's really cool. They do a lot of games. They most more recently did Resident Evil Two Boundary Break, where you can like see through the walls and like explore the video game and stuff like that. And uh, they found out that a scary slash cool thing with Mister X is again not to spoil too much, but like after Mister X is introduced, he basically follows you for the entire game, right? He's like something okay. you always have to be thinking about and something you always have to be weary about. And in some situations, you can like hear his footsteps and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. there's a couple of safe rooms in the game that Mr. X will not enter and stuff like that. So if like if you're in this room, you are safe from Mr. X, but you know, you gotta keep going because you wanna finish the game, right? Yeah. So in Boundary Break, they took a look at like <clears throat> what Mr. X is doing, because when you're in one of the safe rooms, you can actually hear his footsteps. And nice. it's, it's okay. not it's not just an audio thing. Like if you go on Boundary Break, the actual Mr. X character model is actually patrolling the map looking for you. Dope. Yeah. Like that that's just a really cool like one step beyond kind of thing that I really appreciated. Hmm. It's see stuff like that is why there's I guess less so now, but there used to be like a whole anti gaming thing about like, well, it's just like this dumb whatever thing people refusing to it still kind of feels weird to call video games like a creative art form in the same way that drawing or music or film is. Oh, it but, absolutely like, is. There's a lot of hard work and thought process that goes into this, so like, I, I feel like it qualifies. Yeah, video games um, are like interactive books to me. Yeah. <laughs> I was with my best friend once, he was talking about um, just on the idea of like the VR headsets and stuff, mm -hmm. but what he said was um, we should find a way to make like movies this way, but also make it interactive. Like yeah, that's that's what that's what gaming is. It's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's, that's... <laughs> it's an interactive movie. Yeah. Like, oh. Well, I mean, like, mm, yeah, well, I see what he's trying to get mm. at. Like, try to get like, because they're kind of coming out with that. There's a couple of Netflix movies that's kind of like choose your own adventure. Oh. Or, well, have you seen uh, Bandersnatch? I think it's called. I have not. It's uh, <clears throat> yeah. There's a show on Netflix called Bandersnatch where like. Literally, it's pick your own adventure. Like, the show, the movie plays out, and then, like, as things pop up, like, actual options pop up on your screen, and you pick, like, which way to go, what to say, how your character Dope. responds. I love it. Can you go full renegade and just, like, start destroying people? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure there is, like, a violent um, uh, path nice. you can take. Love that. Yeah, and, like, 
it's really weird because it's like it's super interactive in that way because like the point of the show is about being stuck in loops and stuff like that so like once you start watching it and start making your decisions you can never go back like even like if i were to like just play it again on my netflix account it would just take me back to where i left off last time i watched it and like the loop just keeps oh. getting worse oh yeah interesting i'll have to try this yeah for sure. Okay. I, th- I think I think it's a Black Mirror movie. <clears throat> that makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's really cool. I didn't know that when I was going into it and then I, I got like I think I played it. I think I played it, <clears throat> watched it, whatever. I for like a good hour and a half, two hours. No. Is it that long? Like it just keeps going or is it, it... just keeps going. Jeez, it, okay. It just keeps going. Man, like, I'm never going to get this music project done. <laughs> There's too many things to do while you're in self-isolation. Yeah, which is just a really bizarre problem to have. I love it. Right. I don't know, man. I don't know. We're living in weird times. It's it's hard to know what the the the, the correct thing to do with all this free time is now. That's what I mean. Like, I got a couple people in my life. You know, I got a few that's like, oh, you know what? Like... We just do the self-isolation. We wait this out. Everything's going to be fucking fine by next <clears> month. And then... Go to Winchester, have a pint. Yeah. Wait for all the blowover. Exactly. And then I have other people in my life that are like, Oh no, we got to be ready for the next three months at least. I'm like, I, I really don't know. Like, I hope it's at least maybe somewhere in the middle of that. Like, I hope it doesn't go on for like more than <clears> a month. But... That's something only time can tell. Well, I, for us, it's already been going on for more than a month abroad. Just for yeah. us, here. this thing, this is a weird. It's like it seemed like not an issue whatsoever. Whatsoever. Why did I say it like that? Um, whatsoever. Whiskey. It, yeah, <laughs> it seemed like it wasn't a problem at all until like a week ago when um, I forget his name, Buddy in the NBA got it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, things got incredibly real. Yeah, like I was, which I guess is just a matter of focus for us, because like it was definitely a large problem on the yeah. other side of the planet. So I, I don't know. I, don't like, know I was, man. I was talking to my my father on my phone on, on the phone on my phone. Mm-hmm. I was talking to him on my phone. Um, yes, uh, <laughs> but like he did say something that kind of worried me a little bit more. That like the amount of things that we're putting in place and the seriousness that we're taking in terms of COVID nineteen is Mm -hmm. nothing close to what we did for SARS, what we did for H1N1, what we did for the avian flu, the swine flu. So he's like... Well, yeah. So I don't know, because, like, as far as we know, this is less deadly than those things, but why are we taking more precautions against it? I think because this is exponentially more, like, viral, easy to contract than any of that stuff was... So yeah. I remember, I was just like a little tiny little child when SARS happened. I think like four people in Toronto died, and we got a Rolling Stones concert. And <laughs> yeah, for this, where <laughs> for SARS awareness, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they 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 rocked in the cause of SARS. It was whatever. I was young. I think it was two thousand and four. Yeah, um, I think. But like this now is, it's been touted as like by people who don't really care as like an overhyped flu. Yeah, um, people forgetting that it's. I think the number was like it's ten times as likely to kill someone as a flu, and also it's so much easier to catch, um, yeah. and it lasts longer on services. I don't think it's airborne, but definitely you can 
be on the bus or the subway and brush up against someone or grab one of the handrails and you go to scratch the side of your face or something and picture show you're done you've got it yeah like i think that's why it's such a serious like grab every bit of toilet paper you can and run for the hills <laughs> Jesus kind God, of that, situation that whole fucking toilet paper <clears throat> thing man you do not need three years worth of toilet paper for a 14 day like isolation like I, I, I saw this one I saw this breakdown where this guy like did the actual math of like how much you would need to shit and <laughs> no, like, oh, no. so like if you got like one case of specifically Costco toilet paper, the big fucking thing of Costco toilet paper, um, uh, you would have to, assuming that you wipe using exactly 20 pieces, like 20 sheets, or 20 squares, Mm -hmm. for a family of four, they would all have to like shit like 185 times each a day to, to use all of that toilet paper in two weeks. I think I could manage that. <laughs> Honestly, this I've been eating cleaner. I've been trying to make positive choices for the sake of my waistline. I think I could hit that number. <laughs> like that—that's just wild. Especially since mm. like having the shits is not a fucking symptom of having the virus. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. <clears throat> Plus, if you got socks, you got toilet paper. <laughs> oh my god! If you got a shower, you got toilet paper. <laughs> You dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. It's all a matter of perspective, my dear boy. It is. Oh, yeah. It's it's just wild. Like that's just like panic buying and like panic mentality. <clears throat> I mean, there's there's this fucking video I saw on the Reddit a couple of days ago of like this entire city block sidewalk a lineup of people trying to get into um a Costco I think not a Costco Walmart superstore I, I don't know. Something like that, yeah. One of those kinds of stores, anyway. People like with carts, whatever, in line. It's like that. That's an aggressive overreaction. It I is. feel, and, like, and a little bit scary for like not just the situation we're in, but like if it gets worse, how are we gonna cope? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not scared. Ha ha ha. I'm very scared. Exactly, and like again, it's been taking me like a lot of willpower to like not follow that <clears throat> mentality because like just in terms of like. I, I'm not panic buying, but, like, I don't want there to be none of that stuff when I need it, so I should probably go get it now because everyone else mm-hmm. is panic buying. It seems like stores generally are clamping down on what people can acquire, yeah. so that'll help thin it back out, and it'll take some time, but hey, we'll get there. We'll Plus, ch- if you got a water bottle, you can just poke a hole in the top, and you got a bidet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, are you a fucking like engineer? A- no, I went to elementary school where we did some dumb shit, including <laughs> poking holes on water bottles to spray people in class. To to have a bidet in elementary school? No, just to, <laughs> to get your classmates moist in the shirt. Don't say that word. And annoy them. Shirt? Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not afraid of it. I'm just afraid of spreading it, and like that. that's just yeah. kind of where I sit on it. And like I'm gonna like I'm gonna listen to everything Trudeau tells us. I'm gonna listen to everything Ford tells us. I'm just gonna be a good little fucking sheep citizen and just wait for this to blow over. Like that. That's genuinely my plan. I'm just gonna do what my government tells me and just ride it. I, there's nothing else I can do. Like what? I'm just gonna disagree yeah. with them and then throw a party of fifty people or more. 
That's that's exactly it. The best thing we can do is not spread it to people. Yeah. That's very much the real situation. That's the best thing we can do because China got shut down for a couple of weeks and they squashed it. Yeah. So well, like how, we how can do that. It? I think like it's opening back up. It's it's really helped them out. Um, I uh, I think I'm about to start talking out of my ass, so maybe I'll just backtrack before I get there. Uh-oh. My understanding is that it got like infinitely better for them after doing this like intense shutdown because i know italy Um, is in a really bad place right now yeah they they didn't get ahead of it like the rest of the world saw the evidence and saw that it was coming and none of us got ahead of it so like maybe we're next hopefully not well america will be next and then we can follow um again not to like criticize justin trudeau but again from my understanding it looks like uh At least this week, the way he's talking and, like, what I've heard, like, it looks like Trudeau's just leaving it up to the provinces to make decisions. And, like, he's not mm. really, he's, he himself isn't really making much decisions for Canada in term well, besides closing the border and whatnot. But, mm. like, from, from what I've seen, like, each province is doing something completely different than the other. Well, I don't know, man. All I know is very selfishly, I got a trip uh, to Ottawa next month, and I'd like to still be able to go. Hopefully but you know what? If we can, now. It, yeah, well, it's um, two weeks and a few days spare. Um, but like even then, if if VRL gets shut down, or if I get sick, or if I know someone on the other side of the trip is like, or if it's risky, um, so be it. The world will continue rolling on as long as we aren't stupid. Yeah. So hey, bring it. Yeah. I don't know. That's that <laughs> comes off. It feels very uneducated of a thing for me to say, but hey, you know that's who I am. I mean, it's hard to be educated in this because all we really know is like what's come out so far, right? Like, it's I don't <clears> expect <throat> you to be like, what do you mean you don't know the nature of this virus, Attilio? Like, shouldn't you know everything about this virus? You should. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're gonna get the shits. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna do the splits. Uh, you're gonna throw some fits. And you're gonna get very, very hungry for toilet paper. Yeah, it's the (laughs) (laughs) what I what um what I did early today. I just checked out the numbers, and as like as of five thirty this afternoon in Ontario, there was like two hundred and fifty confirmed cases. Oh my! Of the virus, which in all of Ontario, yeah. Wait, then then the numbers going down. Yeah, because I feel like I saw two fifty nine at some point. Well, I know. I think it was this last. I, again, I'm going to talk out of my ass now because I'm pre- I'm like pretty sure, but I'm not certain. But on Monday, I heard that on Sunday there was like 300 something cases. Oh, yeah. So I mean, it's starting to look like less people are getting infected a day. If you and I are both correct, I'm very rarely correct. Yes. I mean, it should be said. As am I. I. I kind of just say stuff, and then every once in a while, it turns out to be true, and I'm like, hey, told you. I'm a prophet one out of ten times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a better chance of winning the lottery, so hey, go for it. Yeah. Just say stuff. Just say things. Yeah. I did I did see, I think it was a comedian, I think it was, <clears throat> might have been Josh Wolf. It was a comedian, one of those comedians. But he was saying that, like, one thing that scared him is watching, like, just how quickly Trump went from dismissive about it to super serious about it. 
And they're like, oh, no, like, if Trump is taking <clears throat> something serious, like, maybe we're in some bad times. What? But he takes no responsibility. Didn't you hear? He he did nothing wrong. <laughs> there's I seen on Facebook. There's this like timeline of statements he made from in the span of a month, from it being like, "Oh, it's just a problem in China. We only had one person come in from China. We'll be fine." Yeah. To um, guys, we need to shut this down. <laughs> and like, I think it was two weeks actually. It was the end of February to like March fifth or something. Guys, like, it, it wasn't even down. a month. <laughs> guys, we need to. Need to 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 make America scarce again. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we know, we've just hit the thirty minute mark. So we're gonna take a quick ad break, oh, oh. <clears throat> and uh, we'll be right back. All right. This episode is sponsored by Brotherhood MFG. Brotherhood MFG is a clothing brand centered around car culture with a fresh style. Brotherhood MFG has even given us a special discount code to give to you guys. So if you go to teespring.com slash stores slash Brotherhood MFG and use discount code PASTTIME in all caps, you guys will get a 13% discount off the entire store. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Okay, so let's just change the subject a little bit because I know this is something I can never get tired of talking about. I think I've talked about it on like... This will be like the sixth episode out of the ten I have that I talk about this. But Atilio, you got tattoos. You're into tattoos. Tell us about your tattoos. I do. I have nine tattoos now because it's way easier than developing any form of personality for myself. Um, <laughs> of course, they're all on my arms, so people see them and ask me about them. But um, today, today's um actually today's the nineteenth. Yeah, it's the whoops. Sorry, dating everything. Um, anyways, today's as we record this is the four-year anniversary of like um this one tattoo i've got from the dark tower book series okay. which is um in that are you familiar with it at I've, all? I've watched the movie that's it oh you dear sweet child um <laughs> well it's relevant enough so in stephen king's universe um he has ka which is ka which is like his equivalent of uh fate or destiny or something and just the idea of you can only control so much and everything else is going to happen as it happens yeah. So you may as well let it happen and let it roll and like just keep going, um, which was very timely because I got that during uh, a particularly shitty uh, chunk of my life. But that's like it's the anniversary of that. Um, but, you know, that's only one of nine tattoos. Some of them are <laughs> lighthearted, less significant. <laughs> yeah. Like the first one I have, I got a treble clef that I got when I was 19 that I really wish I hadn't gotten. Um, I don't regret any of my tattoos yet, but I only have three, and I made sure that all three of them have significant meanings to me, but I am slowly moving into the territory of getting tattoos because they cool. Like, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, if you got if you got time and money to burn, you may as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I have two more tattoos coming up. One of them is a matching tattoo with one of my brothers, so that one I'm probably not going to regret, but I am getting another tattoo that's like... Just because it's cool. Is it another Kingdom Hearts thing? No, but it is an anime-related thing. Tell me. Uh, I'm getting a uh, a Kutsuki cloud from Naruto. So, like, there's this, like, organization of, like, quote-unquote evil people, and they wear these cloaks, and the cloaks have, like, these really, really cool cloud designs on them, and I'm getting one of those clouds tattooed on my leg. Okay. Um, 
Oh, um, the I don't care. I, 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 I'm googling it now. I've seen this. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm not I'm not big on the weeb culture, but like I shouldn't stop saying it like that. I'm realizing now as I say that I'm not much into anime aside from Danganronpa, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's very much the thing with tattoos. It's it's all relative to you and not to yeah. what pasty white boys like me get out of it when they see it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm in favor of like getting whatever the fuck you want tattooed on you for like whatever kind of motivation, bordering on like it being just like offensive for the sake of being offensive. No, oh, well, that's how I live my life. <laughs> no, like just. <laughs> I'm just talking about like like swastikas or like getting a tattoo to like represent your hatred for something. <clears throat> oh, I think, fair enough. I think that's the one thing that I would draw the line. I think that's the one thing that would stop me from appreciating a tattoo. As if it was like racially motivated. Racially motivated, biased, motivated, homophobically motivated. Just like something to like convey, like, hey, I hate this thing because I'm a bigot. Okay. Did you ever? Did you ever <laughs> watch the movie The Long Shot? A Seth Rogen film? Yes, yes. And he gets like half a swastika tattoo and he just turns it into <laughs> a stick man. Do you know what the funniest thing is too? I used to do that. Like Oh no. No, like I, I used to like grab like a pen and then like do you know when you can like sneak up on someone and they let you draw something on them? So like yeah. I would fake out that I was drawing a swastika on them and then I would turn it into a stick man and I thought I was fucking original and hilarious for doing it and then eventually after that movie came out I did it to someone they're like oh someone's watched the long shot and at that point I didn't even watch the movie yet I'm like what no and then they thought I was just like playing it down <clears throat> and, like trying to like be cool I'm like no this is something I've done for a while now <laughs> just, <laughs> the classic thing the cool kids do draw swastika <laughs> stick man on your arm <laughs> Yeah. Christ almighty. <laughs> Man, I mean, nobody's ever had... no. Well, I mean, there aren't any original ideas anymore. It's just remixes of the same old stuff. Exactly. Again, Avatar was just Pocahontas, but blue. It's fuck mine. <laughs> just Pocahontas, but blue. Yeah, aren't there supposed to be, like, five sequels to Avatar or something coming? Do you know what that's about? Yeah, over, like, a 150-year uh, plan, I think. Ooh, that's... We're not going to be around for that long. <laughs> Yeah, but the fan base will be somehow. That's unfortunate. Them <laughs> and the Rick and Morty fanboys. That's all we're gonna have at the end of the world. I like <laughs> I like Rick and Morty. I I like the show. I dislike the fan base. Yeah, I think that's the common consensus for a lot of people. I really enjoy the shows. I really like talking about the show with like two of mm. my friends, and I really don't go beyond <clears throat> that. Like, well, I think. Go on. So, um. Did you watch Community? Yes. Okay, so Community, it's the same thing with Rick and Morty uh, for me as it is with Community, which they're both Dan Harmon shows, so I guess it's in his style of, like... Because in both shows, he has, like, this sort of fourth-wall-breaking thing that lets the audience in on the gag, yeah. um, which is great. I love that. But then the, the fan base will take that and then make that not only an empowering thing, but, like, a look how much smarter I am than you because I get this joke thing. Yeah. That the director, the creator, very clearly laid off. I don't know. I think that's why the show Rick and Morty irks me so much. That's why I mean. Like, like, I can't. It is kind of entitled to like be like, oh, I get the joke, therefore I'm better than you. But it's like, they wouldn't have put the joke in there if they weren't going to think anybody was going to get it. 
Hmm. Like, like, yo, there's this fucking doctor and he turned himself like into a pickle <laughs> at one point, you know? Like, yeah, I, I watch, I get it. Yeah. I think it's, it's hard for me to, to not associate the fan bases of things with the thing itself. Yeah. And that's where I struggle with Rick and Morty. And now, which sucks, I loved Community when I was in college. I loved it so much. And then I met other people who loved it and I hated it. <laughs> I've never met anyone from, like, the community fan base. Or I've never seen anyone be toxic from the community fan base. Except for, it's, like, just a people... A lot of it was on Reddit. Yeah. Uh, for me. Like, um... with me, it's just, like, I'll, I'll pick up on someone quoting the show, and I'll go, eh, and they'll go, eh, and then, like, that's the, that's the moment. That's, that's the whole interaction. Then you get, you get their number, and fucking bing, bang, boom, now you're <laughs> married to them. Like... But you can't hold hands before marriage. I cannot stress that enough. No, we 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 hold ankles. <clears throat> Gross, that's worse. Yeah, yeah we do like <laughs> the three-legged walk everywhere we go. Yo, you get the third base before marriage? Are you nuts? <laughs> I'm crazy. If there's one thing I learned from 18 years of Catholic education is you do not make physical contact with someone until you already share half of your assets. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Otherwise, you got to sacrifice your first part. I never read the Bible. It's very you, old, and I was very young. It doesn't work. You call it being religious. I call it being reasonable. <laughs> it just makes sense, you know? Just, I, I, if you get it, you get it. Yeah. If you don't, you burn. It's fine. Yeah. It should be noted that I'm very much a sinner in the classical sense for various clothing options and tattoos and smoking habits. Oh, yeah. I probably... Well, like, I don't know, man. I have th like, I have three tattoos. They're non-offensive yes. in any way. They all have like significant meaning, significant meaning to me. But specifically because they are tattoos, my grandmother doesn't like them. <laughs> well, anyways, yeah, you're 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 low down punk now because you got tattoos. Yeah, did you hear? You're never gonna get employment. <laughs> and like. She's like all like she's relieved that I don't have any hand or t or face tattoos because she doesn't want any she doesn't want any wedding photos of me where you can see my tattoos. Oh, so she's like, oh, good thing you'll be wearing a suit and you'll be covering your arms and like we won't be able to see your tattoos at least then like at least we won't see your tattoos in your wedding photos like that's still nice just don't get any hand tattoos please. You should, you should swap like a picture of you in your house with one where you've shopped on some like face tattoos, just to see, you know, just to see what happens. Oh, and I get that though. Like, there's still very much a stigma about. I, I, I have never worked with anyone with a face tattoo. Hand tattoos, absolutely. There's some people I worked with who are, like starting from the knuckles all the way up to their shoulder. They've had entire sleeves, which is. Dope as hell. Would that be the best place to start for a sleeve? Would be your knuckles? Uh, I guess it'd be the cheapest it, place to start. It certainly, to me, seems like it would be the most painful. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, having said that, really, the worst place for me was not... It was on the back of a forearm, which uh, apparently is supposed to be not as bad as like the wrist area. But the wrist area has been fine for me. So I guess it's all subjective. Wait, I have a tattoo or on I got the back weirdly of my placed. Have I seen it? I believe so. You should have seen it in October. What was it? It's uh. Or it's, what is it? I should say. It's the fucking. You wouldn't get it. It's from. It's from an anime. It. It's the curse mark from Berserk. Oh yeah 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 okay. 
Sorry, October was a long time ago, man. Things have changed. <laughs> so much has changed. I don't even have the same face anymore. You wouldn't recognize me on the street. You don't You don't think I'm, so? No, I'm a human mirror. We all see what we want to see. Plus, I got bored in this quarantine and I shaved my head. So, like, oh, that's gone. Oh, my God. It's not true. But I, I, I really want to do it because I'm going to have to do it at some point. Yeah. I mean, Plus, if I do it now, I can, like, slap my head and get fun sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> we need a very particular sound. Atilio, <laughs> shave your head. Yeah, here, you're just doing, like, oh, it sounds like someone took two wet steaks and slapped them <laughs> together. What is this? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to get into sound design when I was younger, so what? <laughs> what a particular sound. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I got that the two wet steaks thing. I think I stole that from Newgrounds. I'm pretty sure. Two wet steaks. Which, by the way, remember Newgrounds? I that do. stuff's still going. Are they? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they've taken anything down. Do they? Do they still have the same support that they had before? The same fan base? Like I haven't watched them in <clears throat> a while. I I I doubt it. YouTube came along and just stole all of that i guess yeah. but um it, it's still there i mean you can still go back and watch all the stick fighting things and like oh my god probably the same star wars episode two spoofs where he doesn't like sand it's so sandy but she's not sandy and that's why he loves her <laughs> just good stuff like that you know yeah wow the golden age of the internet the golden age of the asdf movies yeah remember? well mm, that was uh, i feel like that was just after you think so? Well, that would have been in my time. That was, it yeah, was I guess. ASDF movies. Been... Hey, it's uh, fucking Fred. Fuck it. Fuck Fred. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fred... You're, you're him, aren't you? Aren't no. you YouTube famous Fred? <laughs> I'm not. And that is how I've I... have heard a rumor. That's how I fucking discovered YouTube. Is because just little old me, just another day in grade two, I go to school and suddenly people are screaming, hey, it's Fred, I lost my meds, like, look at the squirrel or some shit like that. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, and they're like, oh, it's this thing on YouTube. And I'm like, what the fuck is a YouTube? And like, <laughs> no, straight what up. What the fuck is the internet? <laughs> no, honestly, I had no clue what YouTube was. Yeah. And then I actually had someone like write instructions down on how to find YouTube and what to type into YouTube for when I got home. So, like, then I got home, I had this piece of paper, I put in, like, YouTube, then I put in, like, Fred in the search bar in YouTube, and then it was, like, click on, it'll be this guy with a, with a blue shirt. I'm like, oh, that's a guy with a blue shirt, and then suddenly, like, fuck, my mind was opened, and I was just like, hey, it's Fred! I'm like, oh, fuck. And that uh, was my discovery and introduction to YouTube. That explains so much about you as a person. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You have to go through that. Yeah. Does that make me a boomer that I was raised on new grounds and funny junk instead of YouTube? Because <laughs> like, know. there's some classic stuff, and like the gold. The, for me, the golden age is like if you're familiar with like the Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. That yeah. was a yes. new grounds video. Yeah, I've seen that. And. Any of the Eagle Raptor stuff that I didn't realize was him from Game Grumps until years later. Hmm. It's just that's another thing. Like th this whole like th these videos that are just dumb drawings, expressions of like whatever people think is funny. It feels like a weird time capsule that 
to me is interesting how it's it going to change. Well, because like definitely... TikTok is the thing now, right? Exactly. Like it's... you can definitely see each. <clears throat> like a clear shift in each generation depending on like what fucking memes were back then yeah remember uh what was um good advice duck or something like that yeah just when the memes were just animal faces on color backgrounds yeah and then uh, scumbag steve happened and that's when <laughs> shit hit the fan <laughs> scumbag steve things just got worse and worse it was, it was scumbag steve scumbag steve awkward penguin Honest, good guy it, Brian, something good, like that. I think it was good guy Brian, uh, success kid or something like that. Or oh my god, success kid, what's he up to now? <laughs> Holy um, shit! Do you remember Boxy? I do remember Boxy. Hey, it's Boxy. Oh, <laughs> oh mama! Yeah. Annoying orange. I used to have such a crush on her when I was a tiny <laughs> child too. <laughs> oh. Yeah, then there was, like, Annoying Orange, uh, Red versus Blue. Oh, Red versus... And that was Machinima, right? Like, RB and the Chief, yeah. that era of yeah. stuff. Yeah, RB, Ooh, RB and the Chief. And then... Man. And I think what made, like, as weird as this sounds, I think that what made us leave that type of YouTube video was probably PewDiePie. And, like, that's when, like, video game Let's Plays got, like, super, super popular. <clears throat> my fir my first memory of Let's Plays as a thing um, was there was a group called Four Player Podcast that um they they did Let's Plays basically like through various places they they I guess skyped into the session okay um and like I hours and hours and hours I spent watching them and their dumb Grand Theft Auto Four stuff <laughs> and, like it's 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 bizarre to think that that can be a business now yeah no like I. For me, it was definitely sorry. It was definitely PewDiePie for me that like shifted what I watched on YouTube, and then like it's not like I just watched PewDiePie. It's just like I discovered PewDiePie, watched a bunch of PewDiePie, and then I started watching a lot of other Let's Play gamers. And then I, for me, Let's Play it's only ever it was really only ever Game Grumps. Yeah. For a while, and then uh, in the last couple of months, I forget which video, but Jacksepticeye video came across my dash. Oh, you know, it was from the game was Man of Medan. Okay. If you're familiar with that, I it's the same the guys title. who did Until Dawn. Yeah, it's like I guess in some ways it's the sequel to Until Dawn style-wise. So like, okay. it's like, ooh, what's that game? And um, so that's how I found out about the game, and subsequently the guy. And like, it's, uh, this is a business people can have. Yeah, it's so, nuts. I love it. And then I remember watching a lot of Ray William Johnson equals three. Oh, that boy! Whatever happened to him? Huh? He he recently just got back on to YouTube. Before he oh. was, he's been recently doing a stand-up comedy, and he's been producing a lot more. But he himself just recently started making his own content again on YouTube, I think. And he's, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, well, he's more of like, uh, like top ten ways to better <clears throat> yourself, top five ways to to live a happier life, like top. Oh. Yeah, he, that that's kind of what he changed it to now. I could be misremembering because like. I only ever watched him for a little bit, I think, when I was in high school. So, like, was his style of video what ended up being similar to, like, Tosh O's show? I is that, is that, was, that, was it that kind of thing? Yeah, like, I forget who came first, though. Yeah, I forget who it came It would have been Ray William Johnson came first, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, it was yeah, definitely, like, a, a more age-appropriate version of Tosh O. Mm. But it was still funny. Like, there's some fucking... 
I had some good times watching Ray William Johnson. That, oof, how old is YouTube? Hold on, let me look at this up. Look at this up, he says, <laughs> with an Italian accent. <laughs> YouTube, age. Oh, that's not a good thing to search. <laughs> if my fo- 15 years. It's only been around good for Lord. 15 years. It feels like less to me. But Jesus Christ it Almighty, feels like that's a more to me. It feels like it's. I feel like it should be older than that. Came out in two thousand five. Uh, February fourteenth, two thousand five, according to the Google box on my phone. Wow. Good lord, it's and it's shaped so much like youth culture. It's absurd. <laughs> I would have not. Well, I guess I would have been eight. I uh, at that specific date, I was twelve. Wow. So I guess that's why it's it seems longer to you because it's been longer in your life. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's been around for a bigger proportion of my life than it has yours. Mm. It I already feel, had opinions. <laughs> it just makes me like if they've been like it's been fifteen years, right? And like mm-hmm. YouTube is like essentially just as big as Google at this point, right? YouTube is owned by Google, isn't well, it? Actually, yes, it is. It is. But I just meant in terms of, like, a platform. Like, <clears throat> like okay. you hit internet, you're either going to Google to go to YouTube, or you or you already have the YouTube <laughs> app. You, you know what I mean? Like, to look shit up. Fair enough, yeah. 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 It just makes, it makes me wonder, like, if there's going to be a next thing, and how and when that's going to happen. I mean, I feel like Vine was close to being that sort of, like, next platform. Well, I guess now TikTok took over that, but... yeah. Because Vine was its own sort of like self-serving meme factory in a way. It was. Right? It was. There was some prime content on Vine. I was really big into Vine. I still have not even downloaded TikTok. Like, my only, exper- my only experience with TikTok is if someone sends me a video. And, like, the ones that get sent to me, I really appreciate, but, like, not enough for me to, like, actually sign up on TikTok. Yeah, because, I mean, it seems to me to be, like, a personal feed of a person's stuff as opposed to like not you're not going to have a tiktok video that's an analysis of a video game let's say in yeah. the same way you will youtube it'll just be someone i don't know quoting a line from the video game over a fun filter or <laughs> if tiktok compilations i've seen on youtube are to be believed just a bunch of white boys with weird hair being really creepy looking into the camera so yeah. like that's another side of it that i'm not super fond of well i don't know i i I don't know if it's still an issue now, but I know, like, a month or two ago, like, there was, like, a huge, like, pedophilia, like, thing going on on TikTok. Like, nothing confirmed, but, like, a whole bunch of accusations getting thrown around. That's really unfortunate. Yeah. And a little aggravating. I mean, okay, so... this I'm thinking now, because there's definitely... I live not far away from a high school and I hear kids making like the fucking references and stuff all the time, (laughs) just on the bus to work. Um, (laughs) It's not going in a weird direction. All this is to say, like, this is very much a thing that I think people are young people who are developing personalities, opinions, whatever are like getting their information entertainment from. Yeah. And it's like, it feels for me now, this sort of anti TikTok feeling I have is what like, I don't know, my racist flat earther grandfather had about the Beatles or something. And it's just, maybe I'm just getting old and I don't get it. I don't know. <clears throat> but I also feel like that, that it it might be a healthy thing. So I feel like, again, no offense to you or to me, 
But, you know, like, if that's something... <laughs> well, if that is something for a younger crowd to define themselves as and find a community for themselves, it's probably safer for them if older people aren't also getting involved in it. Yeah, you know what, yeah. You know what? That. <clears throat> I, that, that's what I think, though. I think that, like, if old, like, I, when I say older, I just mean, like, 19, 20 and up when I'm saying older yeah. in terms of this point right now. But, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like if, if, if older people aren't really jiving with it, then that makes it a safer place for, for younger people to connect with each other on. Which I get that's what Newgrounds would have been for me because in, in the elementary school, I'm like, hey, did you see this video did you see this? on Newgrounds? Yeah. So, yeah, fair enough. Look at that. Look at us growing as people trying to figure <laughs> out this weird youth culture thing. Yeah, I mean, like, we're, like, maybe I'm being a little nihilistic, but, like, I feel like we're not really in the youth culture anymore. Like, we're, we're in our generation oh, now, and now we have to develop God, no. with, within our generation. Like... I'm balding if I bend over too fast. My back hurts for the rest of the day. I'm not young. Yeah. I can't, I, dude, I can't, I can't even, I can't stay awake past 11 o'clock anymore. And then oh, I, no. and then I can't stay asleep past 7 a.m. I, I don't miss that. Because uh, my employment now usually means I'm like finishing work past midnight. Yeah. So I can't be up like when I used to work for the college I worked at. I was up at five all the time, and like it took a long time to break out of that. So I get what you mean, and I hate it. Yeah. And I'm sorry you have to deal with that. Barry. Yeah. Barry. My cat. He's uh. Barry. Wrestling. My boy. He's wrestling with uh. Some uh, grocery bags. Oh well. <sighs> as long as it's not toilet paper, that stuff's gonna be worth its weight in gold. <laughs> yeah. Go on the buy and sell. $50 a roll. I feel like that's fair. That's, that's nuts. <laughs> I was genuinely, last week I was like worried because I didn't have sanitizer. And um, I couldn't find any. And I remembered um, a very dear friend of mine for my birthday got me a fanny pack with a bunch of like cleaning things <laughs> in it. Because she knows I have this, this, this germaphobic tendency that I have. Um, so I just had this big ass bottle of hand sanitizer waiting for me in a fanny pack. Which has been Hidden away. so nice. <laughs> yeah. She got the future site. It's nuts. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. You know, just little things. You know? <gasps> the life's, uh, life's going to roll on. It's ca. Whatever happens, happens. It's ca. I'm I just like trying it. to circle back to the tattoo thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, we are about reaching our mark. Do you... Uh, oh, no. Do you have anything where the listeners can find <laughs> you at? Any... uh online works you want to share with the people where they can find you where they can get more of you i know that you have made some music i i'm in the process of making music i uh i'm changing my soundcloud thing soon so i'll change but i don't know to what okay um so i can't guarantee that what i do have is i have my instagram where i do the pictures absolutely um which is just tilly dot photos t-i-l-l-y dot photos um (laughs) where i post pictures of like the same four people and of cats which is nice <laughs> you got a couple uh, you're of on there somewhere actually yeah yeah there i'm looking at you right now <laughs> what's this caption did you know that if you take pictures in the daytime it's way easier to light a face <laughs> i did know that <laughs> oh but yeah but I'm yeah on... i mean that's... Hmm? you're on the Go move man you're you're creating and i want people to be able to find you 
Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying. Yeah. That's the best. That's the best thing any of us can do, man. As a as a person of uh, artistic inclination in the city of Toronto, it's hard to get any traction. So hey, yeah. we'll make it work, you and I. Alrighty. Well, thank you for coming on, mm-hmm. and uh, thank you, listeners, for listening. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.